say part one? Didn't it? It's, it it's it's it did not say part one. However, it is part one of either two or three, depending on the sources uh, that you hear. Yeah, I thought that in the trailer it had said part one, or I got that from somewhere. It's it's because Vin Diesel was talking about it in interviews, but uh, on the red carpet, I think it was the premiere this weekend uh, before the movie. Or, you know, like maybe three four days ago, he said there are going to be two more movies that comprise fast. So X. pay me for three of them. Yeah. He says, "Yeah, so well, we're gonna do, we're gonna be doing this fucking podcast forever. Yeah. I know it'll well, never end. And if you really think about it, it's gonna be kind of a nod to the Triple X movies too, because the third, I, I heard they're gonna be Fast X, Fast XX, and Fast Triple X. Oh boy! So that's a terrible naming convention. Well, what, what else are you gonna do? It, it kind of helps you delineate. But <laughs> well, I guess we should get to. There will be no spoilers. We should point out for this quick." Review I can't reaction. believe they killed Han again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not in the movie, guys. Yes. Uh, well, or is it? Or is it exactly? Well, so what did you guys think? Who begins? I'll, I'll begin. Uh, I I liked it a lot. Like, you're the local curmudgeon. Yeah, I'm I'm the one that usually hates these. News movies. on the march. Local curmudgeon loves Fast X. <laughs> News at eleven. Uh, no, I I enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. It was stupid as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a little too long, and I think that there is way too many subplots. Like, mm-hmm. kind of characters go off and kind of do their own thing, and I just I think like you either should have not necessarily maybe got rid of the characters, or maybe just kind of reduced their screen time, um, and just focused on the main storyline. Uh, my favorite part about it, though, and I'm I'm really interested in knowing what you guys think. I loved Jason Momoa as, like, this really flamboyant, like, mm-hmm. just villain. And I thought, like, it was different from anything he's ever played before. Um, just really kind of twisted and sadistic, but also, like, just a lot of fun. Yeah. He was he was very Joker-like in terms of uh, being someone who's five steps ahead of everyone and very over the top. Devouring scenery. Yeah. He didn't just chew the scenery. He swallowed it and digested it and then crapped it out <laughs> all over the scenery only to eat it again. And I, I, I say that in a good way. I thought he was really great in the movie, honestly. I liked him. I, th- I thought, I mean, it was like he was almost there. And I know that's, I don't know. I did like, I thought he was a lot of fun. Um, I almost think it would have worked a bit better if it was a Joker. Because, I mean, like you mentioned that earlier before we saw the movie, that he was kind of playing his version of the Joker. And you can definitely see that. I think, and I I guess they didn't want to go into spoilers. That's not a spoiler or anything. I don't want to go into too much of his backstory and stuff, I guess. They, They do imply reasons why. I guess I just would have liked more, like... Here's why he's like this. Just just something a little more other than, ah, oh, he's a rich kid. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I was kind of in the middle. I, I've, I've, I'm back and forth on Momoa. I think he's a very entertaining dude. He's got a lot of charisma. I don't think he's the greatest actor. But, and that's going to get me a lot of hate, but I, I think the guy's magnetic and he's really great to watch so i don't he have anything against compelling him. and he was engaging yeah, in he, was, he, was he was a was, good bad guy he did keep the the movie like really rolling and at a good pace and he was a good foil for dom who is slowly becoming the grim you know he's so grim all the time that like he very hardly ever laughs or he's smiles old man or old man yeah, toretto old man, <laughs> old man toretto but uh, i i would say i think it was a 
what was it like two hours 45 uh, minutes no 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 it was right around two because say so, say it started at 8 30 we were out by 10 30 yeah so i i i loved about a third of it um without being spoilery there were it, it was very self-referential in a good in a way. good way like the the people who wrote this one were really like we know what what it is that you're watching there was fan surfacey stuff without it being really super obvious i thought yeah, it was well handled no, yeah. i thought i thought a lot of that was great i thought most of the cast was really good um about a third of it i again anthony i agree with you on that it's too long i think movies nowadays have to give you three or four endings. It's like I, but I was setting over up that. Possibly two more movies. I mean, like I I, if it had been one movie, I think it would have been a lot better. But if you if you remember when you went to go see uh, the Return of the King, and you were like, "Oh, it's over." Yes, when and everyone then, went to go, "Oh, that's what I was thinking of King of the, Heaven." And then there was another uh, twenty minutes, and you were like, "Oh, now it's over." And then there was another twenty minutes. Yeah. You were like, "There were fourteen endings to that movie." Well, every this, character gets there. Yeah, yeah but, the, but so this film had like fourteen different endings. I mean, it's no, it's wait, wait, a lot it's of fun. That, but no, no, it's not. Not that it's different endings it's setting up more than one cliffhanger i think right. it's a slightly yeah. different but yeah no yeah and then i think a third of it was just over the top so dumb that i was insulted a little bit however the audience that we watched it with was in it was yeah, into a... it every step of the way and and i gotta be honest with you like we do kind of watch some of this stuff we watch this stuff to see the over the over the top stuff. I don't want to give it away any, but the ending is just so over the top that it's like. Well, but it has to be. I mean, like it's yeah. it's part ten of this fucking thing. You know, it's like I, you have to go somewhere, and I would argue that at a point, like especially the end stuff, it gets like so CGI, and it's kind of like hard to buy into it from a realism standpoint. But nothing took it, took me out of it as much as stuff say from like eight or nine. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely better than eight and nine. And I, I have to say, the one subplot that I that I did not enjoy uh, was the Keep Letty. It, vague. Oh, it was yeah, the okay. Letty, the Letty subplot because, as we said, each yeah. of the characters goes off into their own journeys. Or at there, least everyone's kind of groups. there's like three different groups. There's yeah. like Letty goes off, four. Dom goes. Well, it's four. very. That's it's, right. Yeah, four. It's very Lord of the Rings because they all have their side quests. Sure that they're working on while they work their way to Mordor, right? But, like, I didn't like the Letty subplot very much because, sadly, they didn't give her... But it was the smallest her, part, I think. Yeah, the they film. didn't give her a lot to do. And I think Michelle Rodriguez... I, I've always said this throughout the whole thing. I, I've always loved Letty. I wanted to see her have more to do. Hmm. Uh, I think... But I think they're leading to something with her that's going to be I'd really I'd argue that so. she had more to do in this one than she has in previous recent movies i mean i i don't remember nine i know we're about to watch it in, in eight especially but uh, i don't recall i feel like i don't know she seemed involved at least here i if i and i don't remember much nine either but i i, I feel like there was more of her doing stuff in nine yeah I, I don't know well we'll find out soon I guess. yeah yeah i've kind of repressed the that next one coming out anthony chagrin what the next film yeah i yeah. assume a couple years have they even shot it i don't know I think no. I think they shot. Are they doing the back to back thing? Yeah, I think they it could, was back to back. So it would make the most sense because they do have a child actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. then does that mean that they've shot three movies back to back to back? <laughs> I or think they've they, shot enough that they yeah. can they could edit it movies. into a third film. It's kind of like God. how The Hobbit was, was only exact, supposed to be yeah. one movie and it ended up being three. Oh brother! Unnecessary. They, I will say, unfortunately, the downside is uh, the. The kid who plays Baby Brian isn't great. Dominic Junior. Little B. Little B. Um, I can't even say Brian. He's he's uh, as as uh, Zach pointed out. It seems like they got him out of a toothpaste commercial. Yeah. Um, he 
he was very obviously a it's child not, actor where they were like it's not that he was emote. bad yeah it's just like it was it was in, wasn't the right tone i guess it was a little well any, anybody who's ever watched samurai cop uh whenever <laughs> they cut away to the really funny cutaways of the people making faces that don't really fit everything else <laughs> it was like they'd cut to the kid and go okay make it look like you just saw an explosion and he'd go ooh and they'd put it it felt it, like a kid that had just been through acting class it, it felt was like, like here's kid, how you act yeah. it felt like a kid who watched the Phantom Menace and was like Jake Lloyd. That's who I want to be. I don't think he was quite that. He was Jake Lloyd. <laughs> he was level in terrible. that direction, but maybe that not. That kid's quite. gonna be. He wasn't Darth like Vader in Whoopi the third movie. Flying is fun, or he this was is podcast pod racing. Yeah, he did. He did have a whoopee. <laughs> I don't he had a whoopee know. moment. No, no, it wasn't quite that. He literally he went totally yippee had, yeah. as he did as he jumped. Yeah, it was. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I just. I'm sorry. There. My my thing is there are Haley Joel Osments out there. There are Dakota Fannings out there. You know there. Got a more kid recent a child commercial. actors than your examples. Yeah, but most of them are okay. There are Millie Bobby Browns out there. There are Noah Schnapps out there. Sure, there are that's kids, all I'm asking. There are Just kids, the more recent. There are kids who can act. So why do they Millie get somebody Bobby where Brown. where they're where it feels like the kid came out? I mean, of there's a lot casting. of factors. Who knows? I mean, it could have been because he they felt like he looked like a good mix of Dom and Letty. I don't know. It could be anything. Um, I I would say that. I agree with you on the on the child actor being really really poor and and not of good quality, um, but that subplot was my second least favorite. There was another <laughs> subplot that like every time they cut. There's to only them, four of them, Anthony. Yeah, I know. Every time they cut to him, like I was just like, just get back to the Dom stuff, get back to the Jason Momoa stuff. Like, I, yeah. I don't care about anything aside from those two, like the the conflict between those two characters yeah. and i love the moments that they they shared especially like um during one of the scenes in uh brazil where you know there's a a race that you know almost kind of like harkens back to the Four. old school stuff yeah, yeah. well it does there there, yeah. there are several shots in this mm-hmm. that are taken directly from the first but not two only that yeah, like, like a lot of actors through, yeah the show up again that were in previous films that you wouldn't expect yeah. to see like uh we were talking about luis from four yeah um, anyway, you're saying? Oh no, no! I was just saying. Um, I, I just really like the, the movie started to drag when it would uh, deviate from Dom and his, you know, conflict with the villain. And I was just looking at my watch, waiting for them to come back. I think they played off each other really well. I, I think that Dom was, or Vin Diesel as Dom was a little more tolerable than he has been in the last two films. Um, still, you know, as Vito said, like, really just grim and not, mm-hmm. you know, like... He's been through so much, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they really kind of also made it a point to show that he's kind of weathered and, like, you know, worried about, you know, his mm. family. Well, that's the entire fucking <laughs> that's franchise. That's the whole thing. Yeah, um, no, but, like, you know, protecting them and, and everything like that. But, like, I don't know, just... It, it did have that Joker-Batman dynamic... Yeah, I would say that without Jason Momoa, I mean, he possibly even made the movie work. I mean, like, he tied it together. Like, I feel like without him, yeah. even though he was maybe just a, a hair, I don't know, over the top maybe for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to point out just, and again, this isn't giving anything away, but just the whole way they handled Brian seemed like... It's the same thing I've said before, where it's like they, they act like he's dead, even though narratively we know he's not. Yeah. And it just felt odd. Like, you could have done something small. They could have just ended his storyline with Seven 
mm-hmm. and never mentioned him again. Never like, brought him back. They wouldn't. I mean, I get the fact, uh, you know, that Vin Diesel. I, I witness I think protection. It, no, I, I do. I do think it's really laudable that Vin Diesel constantly. He's like he keeps bringing Mia back, even though mm-hmm. there's not a lot for her to do. He keeps her working. I, I'm I'm blanking on her name right now, but but like Jordana keeps, Brewster, yeah, Jordana Brewster, like he's keeping her working. She's feed, she has a family to feed and stuff like that. So like, <laughs> well, I'm sure she has other work, but she is still no, remaining that's what involved. I'm saying is like it's like there there are characters in this from even from the main uh, the main cast that didn't necessarily need to be in this. But that's the thing. It's like you have and, her. It just begs the question: Where is Brian? And I right. think you can do that in in. Just simple ways from behind, from behind in the background. They're talking to him on the phone. It's I just mean, here they never. He was, he was CG for half of the seventh movie. Just <laughs> CG, put CG Brian in shots playing video games with his son and stuff. Totally. Like you could have done that, and it's not like the audience is gonna go, "That's fake." They know it's fake because they've seen the seventh movie. Well, and they so, know, yeah, yeah, that Paul Walker doesn't exist anymore. They, I, I will say this about the ninth, and I remember this one. Um, the the ninth film did a great job of explaining why Mia was there and why Brian wasn't there because you know the the, the antagonist was their brother. Mm-hmm. It was a family thing, mm-hmm. you know. And in this one, it's just like, okay, like why are you here? Why is your husband not here? Like. Totally. And yeah. they and and this is at the very beginning, but they have a barbecue at the very beginning, and it's like everyone's there. You, Mia's there. You assume Brian's. No one ever mentions Where's him. Where's their kid? No, he was. He was. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jack. That's Jack. Funny. Yeah, not to mention their other fucking kid. Yeah. No, and and they they even like and I think I kind of like whispered to to Vito like there's a a part where they mention like you know the family and kind of give them the rundown and stuff like that. And it's just like your sister Mia, um, you know your your nephew Brian, and it's just like, what what about Jack? Like, yeah. What what about the kid? Little Jack O'Connor. Yeah. He got he got Cunninghammed. Remember the older brother in uh, <laughs> Happy Days that disappeared after the first season and was never mentioned again? Yeah. He got Cunninghammed. Jeez, yeah. But I mean, I w- would we recommend this film? I I heartily recommend it for fans of uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise. It is way better than eight and nine. Yeah, you you'll roll your eyes, I think, but at the same time, you'll enjoy. I I don't know. I mean, I, we were rolling our eyes because we're jaded, but like <laughs> the like legitimately, the audience that we saw it with. Well, but was they were a bunch of buzzing. fucking idiots. Yeah, because they, they were morons and they were buzzing. fucking talking the whole time. It was bugging me. That that's, but still. <laughs> As, I'm very as fans, sensitive to As fans of the franchise, uh, those of you listening, I think you're going to enjoy the hell out of it. It's a little too long, but it's definitely but, I better I mean, even than by today's standard, it's like two hours, which by today, I drags. thought... No, it, I, you know I, I would mean? agree, but I thought it was going to be like 245, like you said. I actually thought it was a bit shorter than it could have been. Well, it's like Einstein said. If you talk to a pretty girl for two minutes, it feels like an hour. Or, uh, for an hour, it feels like two minutes. You sit on a hot stove for... Two minutes, it feels like an hour. Everything right. is relative. Right it dragged, mind. even though it was only two hours. Yeah, I would agree. It, it did drag. Um, it felt a little too long. Um, yeah, there were sequences that definitely overstayed their welcome. Yeah. Um, I I would recommend it. I think it's one of my favorite uh, favorite ones. Well, that's saying something. Honestly, because um, the last two were just terrible. And it, this one just, I don't know. Like, I, I think... I, I honestly think that my favorite part of it was just Jason Momoa, and I don't know if 
if you had a villain that wasn't so like kind of crazy and over the top, and I know it was too much for you, Zach, but like for Slightly, me, barely. yeah, no, for me it was like perfect. You like, know what, I they, was mesmerized by it. I, um, I feel that they they had to do that because, and again, non-spoiler territory, but this is the first villain they've gone up against that is outsmarting Dom. Dom's always five steps ahead. This guy's always ten steps ahead. That and is so, true. And so Dom is constantly on the run and really. He does. I, I feel I think like we've Dom said is, that about somebody before, like maybe Owen. I don't know. Well, but you I are mean, you are right. I mean, he is definitely like. I mean, even at a point where we think that Dom's outsmarted him, it turns out that that's part of the plan. And, yeah. And yeah, I, I think we're talking about a little twist that comes with one of the characters, and I I loved that twist because. I didn't understand what they were doing with that character. Like it almost kind of felt like a replacement for uh, uh, Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I kind of thought like maybe like they wrote that role for Hobbs, like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously different, you know, like circumstances, but kind of to pit Hobbs against, you know, Dom again, mm-hmm. like maybe they would have come up. Well, maybe they would have came up with like a clever way to do that. Some kind of, yeah, or maybe, you know, I, I have a, a theory, and I'll, I'll throw sure it to you guys. Sure, Yeah, um, but the the reveal of, of what's really going on with that character was like, okay, that's cool. I, I like that. I thought it was well done. Um, it, it's made me look forward to the rest of the, the movies a bit more. After, after 8 and 9 kind of kicked you in the nuts. Yeah. You know, I feel like it, as, as goofy as it still is, it was a lot more fun, yeah. You know, there's there's something that I was thinking during this, too, is that Justin Lin did shoot parts of the movie before he quit, and then Louis Leterrier took over, or Louis Leterrier. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it makes me wonder how much of the film was Justin Lin's and how much is Louis Leterrier's. So, because there were definite moments that felt more like Justin Lin mm. and uh, moments... But, I mean, I got to say... Um, Louis Leterrier did the first two Transporters movies. He did The Incredible mm. Hulk. Which um, I like, which and incredible. I know that's... He, he the did the Edward one Norton. with... Uh, Norton. No, yeah. yeah, with Ed Norton. Uh, Ang Lee was the that's right. the Eric Bana one. I have not um, seen, he did I, a I pretty damn good job of like taking over the franchise, and it really felt like it was a part of we the other movies. Uh, like Louis Leterrier. I, I, guys, I apologize. I keep, say, yeah, I keep saying Louis or Louis because I don't know which... Which his name is, well, but Louis, French, so it's probably Louis. Yeah, Louis, Louis Leterrier. Louis? Um, he, it felt like Louis he had Louis. been a part of the franchise <laughs> the entire time. So he did a really good job directing it. I think he had a really good handle on the actors and the characters. Brie Larson, a bit underused, I, I felt, but underused. Uh, um, but you know what I mean. Like she, th- there wasn't a lot. You mean for her. overused? She yeah. wasn't. Th- no. Here's the thing. She's I think Brie Larson is a is a decent actress. I'm not one of those people who's like mm. I hate her because she's I don't Captain hate Marvel. Her. I just I don't think that she was interesting. But but she didn't. No, they didn't give. That's because the story the didn't was. give her a lot. Yeah. It didn't give her a lot to to do. So you could tell well, but she it's was this trying. This whole thing with like oh Mister Nobody's got a son and a daughter and it, I don't know. Yeah, do we it, need all these other family members. I, it's all about family. Mm-hmm. It ties together, brother. <laughs> So I was I was wondering what you guys thought of the uh, the ending. Um, well, it, we got well, we that might be given away a bit. No, no, I'm just talking about like it, it at least the the main conflict, not like you know the tag on endings. No, yeah. It felt really, really, uh, you know, like abrupt, and I liked that, especially considering that we're getting you know more mm-hmm. movies. Sure. Um, 
And I feel like that's going to be something that pisses people off, though. I don't know. The audience seemed to love it. Yeah, but this is a, a first, you know, day, like... Well, I hesitate. I mean, I, I know you're being vague, but, I mean, I don't know. It didn't... Knowing knowing there's going to be more, I was kind of just waiting for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I it, I knew something like, like a, a cliffhanger or something was coming. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it could have been at any time. Well... Me. I mean, I remember seeing the Fellowship of the Ring opening night and that ending and people being pissed off. And, like, so, like, well, I'm just talking about, like, you know, it's, it's a very... a little bit like Infinity War, too. No. How the audience was yeah. like, what the hell? And uh, then... I think Infinity War was a lot more shocking. It depends on your... I, I think it would be a case-by-case. Case. I mean, like, was it, like, a, a major, like, I can't wait to see what's going to happen cliffhanger or was it like the story's not over mm-hmm. yet cliffhanger you know yeah I mean? that's what I'm, I'm yeah. asking like for I, I liked it I thought I thought it was I, fun I, here, here's, here's what I took away from it I think uh, I think the writers of this one in particular because um, they it, was it a different writer from it's 9 a, it's a different totally writer new. from from Chris Morgan or from 8 and 9 so it's, oh, a, that's it's good. I think his name is Derek I guess we can look uh I feel like a dick because I looked it up before. He, he's only any... got a couple of credits, but he did a really good job of like paying the fans a lot of service without it being stupid. Mm-hmm. And he also, uh, I, I really think he left it where the fans were like, I need to see the next one as soon as possible. Like he, I, it's good that they ended it the way they did and in the manner they did because it's always good to leave people not... wanting more. Well, yeah, but I mean, we know it's a continuing story right i guess i yeah, mean we i don't know. know right but but i mean it could be i mean it's also the last film in a way so it's kind of like you're, you got to end it at some point is are we going to get a real ending that's kind of my question i think so i because, think because because franchises can't end in a way like in modern days it's like uh, as long as you can keep milking them for well, that's, money. that's yeah, why I they're kind theory. of setting up the yeah. sun they're setting up the sun yeah that's that's a big part of my theory. Based on a yeah, yeah, story, yeah. I'm trying to find the, the actual screenwriter. It's Derek something. Well, it didn't have one. Remember that article I showed you guys where Michelle Rodriguez was like, "We didn't even have a director, you know, directing yeah, for our fight." Scene, yeah, yeah. It's got story by a screenplay by. Okay, okay. Uh, Dan Mazow, Dan Mazu. Yes, that's to... him. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of credits, which is interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to find. He's got a bunch of like. He wrote a script for Johnny Quest that never got made. He wrote a script for The Flash that never got made. He's got two produced films, and one is Wrath of the Titans. Oof. Right. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great movie. Come on our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Love Wrath of the He's, Titans. He, he lives in, uh, where is it, Santa Rosa? He's in California. Hell yeah. No, I mean. I didn't have any problems with the screenplay, honestly. I thought, no, I'm just I saying it, I'm surprised because, yeah, I mean, you would have thought there'd be a little more, uh, he'd have more credits, but it wasn't, but like you said, we don't know, was the script, how far along you, was the script when he got know. involved? I, I knew a guy who uh, was a multi-millionaire. He got paid half a million dollars to do rewrites on screenplays. Mm-hmm. He only had two credits to his name, and one of them was Battlefield Earth. Yeah. And uh, but he he wrote the version that was Oliver Stone's version mm. before it got rewritten. But this guy was like loaded, and he was really well known in Hollywood. He just didn't have a lot of credits on screen. Yeah, a lot of so times you script can doctors be, go uncredited. Yeah, so he's Carrie more Fisher than likely a script doctor. Sure. Yeah. but but Carrie I, Fisher I, was a legendary script doctor that 
worked on on countless screenplays. Princess Leia. Yeah. 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 You didn't know oh, that. Yeah. She was. She was very. She was probably the Never number got one credited. Yeah. script doctor in Hollywood. Yeah. You can you can look it up and it'll you. tell you the list of movies tons that she of wrote. Movie. Yeah, tons uh, of movies Quentin that you Tarantino never even think of. was a script doctor before his stuff got picked yeah. up. He rewrote Crimson Tide, and mm. it's Pat. Believe it or not. Well, it's Pat. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I will that. say, guys. So my my thing, I I want to point out that I was very trepidatious, and I was like, I think it's gonna stink, and I I ended up really enjoying it versus the last two. Like I said, I there were parts where I checked out. But you mean fell asleep? A, I'm an old man now, all right. <laughs> but uh, but 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 like it it was so much better than eight or nine that uh, yeah I I can't wait to see where it's going now. I so. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, glad I got to see it with you guys. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. And We're hey, back. If nothing else, at least we have some good stuff to talk about after we get through eight and nine, which I know. Yep. Yeah. And Hobbs and Shaw. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I don't want to watch Hobbs and Shaw. Can't we just act like it's not canon? Nope. Uh, I'll, I'll buy y'all lunch. Can we do it in one episode instead of 15-minute increments? Nope, we're sticking by the gimmick. I, even yeah. though Anthony Dom's tried to get out of it. I did. Yeah. Dom's not even in the movie, so it doesn't count. Hey, are, are you committed to uh, this goofy I'll premise be, or I'll not? be committed to an insane <laughs> asylum if I have to watch Hobbs and Shaw. All right. Hey, but you got Idris Elba in it, so that's not. That's right. true. Idris Elba was amazing, and he should be James Bond. Damn it! And you know what? We, based on our uh, schedule, we've got three or four years before we get to Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> so no time. <laughs> We're trying to be better about it. Yeah, I think we'll 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 get on a on a routine. Coming summer 2027, <laughs> right. Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> on the So Fast So Furious podcast, and we're even older. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there, guys. Family. Very excited to to keep watching and get out and see Fast 10 while you can before uh, get spoiled. Before you get spoiled, there's some really cool stuff in this one. Stuff worth worth seeing before it's spoiled, I'd say. Hard to agree. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all soon. Oh, and we recorded this from my car. Yes. Yeah, we're in an actual vroom vroom car. With an engine and everything. Not much yeah. of a vroom vroom, it's a kissel. Uh, yeah. Um, Bye. Bye.